Yo, what up, world? This is Lonzo, the world-class grandmaster, leader of the world-class wrecking crew. I'm about to turn into the 360 Bar Show with my boy, the incredible, yeah, the incredible DJ 360. Peace. You know, on this show, we've, we've had the opportunity with uh, my big homies, Van Silk, and my big homie, Cool Kyle, the star child, original first-generation hip-hop. You know, we've had the opportunity to talk to so many artists on this show and uh, on the When It Was Hip-Hop show, Rappomania.com, and uh, the John Doe Network from the Fearless Four to Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. We've talked to uh, Peter Guns from Loving Hip-Hop, and, and we talked to so many people, man to Cool Rich, DJ Red Alert, and Chuck D. But we're going to take it to the West Coast once again. Last week we had the opportunity to talk to Black C from RBL, and it was off the chain. So if you all want to, you know, uh, get another link to the, to the interview and listen to it again, we have the encore presentation of that interview coming back up. So keep checking on my social media sites. You know what I'm saying? You can uh, find me at the, DJ D, at the DJ360 on all the social media platforms. That's T-H-A-D-E-E. J-A-Y and the number 360 on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, the whole nine. And um, we add it once again. And, and as I say every week, you know, we have so much going on in the world and United States and around, the, uh, you know, all the corners of the globe, man, that, um, you know, there's so much confusion going on. Now we have a lot of racial tension. We have a new uh, presidential administration where there's a lot of conflicting views, you know what I'm saying? Now it's a bunch of sexual allegations popping up out of nowhere. We have, you know, people you wouldn't have thought be accused of touching this person or doing that to that person. Now there's a lot of things coming out the woodworks. We got mass killings and, once again, political disagreements. In my opinion, personally, the 360 opinion is what keeps us from losing our minds and doing things that we don't want to do is our love for entertainment and music, whatever your genre is. If you listen to country music, hip-hop, jazz, R&B, whatever cools you down, I think I really believe that music calms the savage beast. You know what I'm saying? And this is no different. Once again, we're, we're going to give you an interview. We're going to give you music. We're going to give you commentary. And uh, we're going to have some funny 
comments or whatever it is to get you away from your current situation that may be detrimental to some, somebody else or that may be confusing in your everyday life, Wednesday night, tune in to the John Dude Network 360 Bar Show from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That's 6 o'clock to uh, 7 o'clock on the West Coast and all in between. Tune in to us for about an hour to take you out of that for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And we're going we're gonna to make sure that we give you the best possible interviews. And tonight, we're taking it back to California. You know what I'm saying? Southern California, that is. But this group, that this artist, and these artists that we have on the line today, what they represent is not only just West Coast music, but it's also just hip-hop as a whole. It's music as a whole because this group, which is Compton's Most Wanted, has solidified themselves as one of the legends one of the groups that are iconic in the whole hip-hop game. We have Public Enemy as a group. We got Outkast. We got uh, Souls of Mischief. We got NWA. We got Public Enemy. We got Ghetto Boys. We got Two Live Crew. But we also have, in those same sentences, you've got to mention Compton's Most Wanted in that same breath. All the way back to their first album, uh, it's a Compton thing. You know what I'm saying? With Ant Capone, you got The Chill. You got MCA. Then the second album comes. You got, um, you know, uh, straight checking them with Mike T and MC8 and The Chill and, and Boom Bam and Slip and the whole nine. Then you got the no, another album that came after that that was probably my favorite album out of the whole Compton's Most Wanted catalog, Music to Drive By. So we're going to get into it today, you know what I'm saying? We got DJ Mike T on the line from Compton's Most Wanted. We got The Chill calling in. Yeah, in the yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Mike T, you in the house? You know I am. All right. So we're going to go into it right now. We're going to drop this one track because I, I, I got to start the show off with one of my favorite CMW tracks. You know what I'm saying? From the first album, it's a Compton thing. Um, we're going to go into uh, We Mean Business. You know what I'm saying? I mean business. This is, it's about the business right about now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we're going to go into it. Compton's yeah. Most Wanted right here on the 360 Bar Show. Let's go. Everything I do is going to be fun. This is serious business. I'm a Compton, so you should know the deal. <laughs> this is serious business. I'm a Compton. So you should know the deal. This is serious business. So you should know the deal. This is serious business. Let me explain the game that I'm performing. Before I get loped, I give a warning. Take cover, cause I blow up suckers like I'm atomic. Hitting harder than any. Releasing rhymes like a bionic. Human, you assuming that I've run out of luck. But I cry big bucks, so I don't give a fuck. If you play me, cause playing me means that you're jockin' for the food that I'm dropping and for the rhythm that I'm rocking. A criminal, recognize for rookies that I'm killing. Presidents, I'm banking for the raps that I'm dealing. So if you claim the foe, wanna go toe to toe, I got the heart to take you out with just one blow. Amy's business. Here comes a chill again. I drink gin to sin because I'm in it to win. You won't static. Pump, don't trip. Don't be slayed by DJ Slip. My lyrics go good with the groove. And while you're dazed, Pull a jack move, my rep never lets no sucker slip behind me. Put the booze in check, so Jack don't even try me. Feeling like a villain, cause I'm ill. And as I'm killing, I'm chilling, and on the new jacks, I'm stealing. Niggas gotta have it, girls wanna grab it. They on the tip like it's a habit. I'm in business. This is serious business. Cause you thought we was flops What is CMW punk It's time to get mocked Listen closely To what it's about It's a petition So we can boot your punk ass out I guess it's your fault Because the E's got the feeling And yeah you be nothing But another mercy killing It started And I'll recruit you like a trooper Smashing all the stupid party troopers I mean business So yo don't even try And see the ears potent Like some chocolate tied Like a poet My poetry dunks Thinking and taping Watch the system bump Played yourself out for the last time, sucker. No way, no how, no need. You say what the chills on the mic going wild. Punk a fake whack new jack with my cop stop. And yeah, I do it better than most. Cause I'm the C down with E, A and T, and S L I P. DJ, rockin' time, got the back so yo. Master Rick, kinda slick, down with Jolly Joe. I take care of business, first intuition, cancel off the sorry competition. To witness, first class sound, you say, what is this? Another funky rhythm. Yo, yo, check this out. See ya. NCA in the house. Compton's most wanted. 
tell these fools what's up. Alright, check this out. My name's Michelle, aka the hip hop thug, you know, and I'm definitely mean and business, and I'm not taking no choice. But yo, I'ma let y'all know who having business out there. My homeboy Crazy D, he handling that business. And my little homeboy Jonathan, he got that business. Hey yo, hey, what's up on that? Yeah, I want y'all to know my man DJ Slip mean business. The unknown DJ mean business. My homeboy DJ rocking time, kicking it right now in the place mean business. My DJ and C mean business. My homeboy Jolly Joe mean business. Master Rick kind of slick. Get off the tip, you know what I'm saying? All y'all suckers out there trying to fade. Hang with the capital CMW. Y'all ain't got nothing coming. I don't care what coast you're from. I don't care what type of music you listen to. What we have right now is legendary. The Chill and Mike T. What's up, y'all? What's up with it, baby? Keeping it 100, man, in our lane, getting getting ready for the holiday. Wow. Hey, hey, let me tell y'all, before we get into everything else, man, for me being from from the time I was about 13, 14, 15 years old, man, I've been listening to y'all music. And it's, a, it's truly an honor. This is one early Christmas gift for me to be sitting down talking to the Chill and Mike T, man. I really appreciate this, man, taking time out y'all day and doing this. Um, man, it's all so, love. It's all love. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, so Mike T, getting back to what we were talking about, we're going to jump. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? We got the Chill on the line, 360 bars. So talk about Mike T, um, you know, Morningside High School. We got, like you said, Byron Scott, Lisa Leslie went there. And then Mike T, as a as a uh, young man, what did you do to get into? How did you get into the music part of it? Oh man, that's a crazy story. It was uh, it was two parts to that. With three, I listened to the radio one day, and I first, you know, because like when I got around for DJ, you know, it was first coming out in LA. You know what I'm saying? The level wasn't on the radio yet. Nobody that made records on the radio yet, except a few un- un- under people that it, it was able to get on like KJLA, like uh, uh, Mixmaster Mike, and um, I mean not Mixmaster Mike, Magic Mike. And uh, um, who else was it? Uh, a few other people. Mixed Master T and Magic Mike, that's who it was. But um, they used to get on uh, the traffic jam. And I used to sit there and just trip. Like, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even imagine how they made two records come together like that without being in the studio. And you hear them scratching. I'm like, what the frick is that? You know what I'm saying? What's, what's going on with this? So I was able to go right. to a park one day. And my mother's job had a, you know, one of them job picnics. And she, me and my brother were still young, probably in the sixth grade, seventh, no, I was in the eighth grade at the time. And uh, she took us to the park, and I seen this guy with two turntables and a mixer with a knob on it. He blending these records. I'm sitting there just staring like in amazement, like, this is how they do this. Right. I, I, my, my mind trying to figure out how to get the money or, you know, get the money, even figure out what this stuff is, how to, where to go buy this stuff at. I didn't know none of it. So I go to school, I get to talking to all my friends. They acting like they knew how to do it. But they didn't. People <laughs> just talk to talk, right. I guess. You know. Uh-huh. So one of my friends of mine named uh, uh, Weird Hell, he had equipment. So he let me go over there and play with his equipment a little bit. And I went home and started piecing my stuff together and kept talking. Me and him and Looney Tunes. These uh, Looney Tunes I rapped with from uh, Inglewood Finders. He was a DJ at first. Just like the Chill was a DJ first, too. A lot of people right. didn't know that. Right. Right. You know what I yeah, I actually saw uh, the video clip, Chill, when you was um, out there with DJ Premier on YouTube, man. I've been watching my videos, man, because I'm just a junkie for hip-hop, so I watch it on any medium. But I saw where they mentioned that you did the scratches on Rhymes Too Funky, early, early Compton's Most Wanted music. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. playing around, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Mike T said, we old B-boys, you know what I mean? We was off at, yeah. you know, K-Day Mix Masters and, you know, different stuff of that sort. You know what I mean? And, and you know, we met at uh, another pioneer by the name of Alonzo out the right. West Coast. They had the record crew. You know what I mean? We had a DJ called uh, DJ Ant Capone from CMW. Right. That's the mix right. guy. You know what uh-huh. I mean? And, uh, you know, me and eight, you know, youngsters coming from Compton with that little fire, rapping on anything, you know. We come up in there, and, you know, we bust, and we already won the heart of DJ Slip and Alonzo. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. They was doing techno rec- techno records. And, you know, we never been in the studio. Evie and them turned me on at that studio. They stayed around the corner from me. So, you know, I stole my baby mama's daddy car. We drove to Gardena, <laughs> pulled up over there. You know what I mean? And Mike P in there with his red C hat on, turned to the back, <laughs> you know. 
getting it in. You know what I mean? And, you know, like right. you said, you know, I was intrigued by, you know, just B-boy shit. You know what I mean? So, you know, just the mic and break records and pop locking and graffiti and, you know, West yeah. Coast style. Oh, right. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, this, dot, this, 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 this guy, you know, light-skinned green-eyed cat, you know what I mean? Just cutting it up. You know what I mean? He had that cold transform scratch. He had his own style with it. He wasn't like Joe Cooley. He wasn't like Battle Cat. He wasn't like M. Walk. He had his own style. And I very much. Like that. that was my competition. You know, yeah, and one very, the number one spot. Yeah, and very right. much respected. We was trying to figure out how we can have two DJs. You know what I mean? Right. Like, okay. LL had Cut Creator and Bobcat. Or. You know, uh, 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 Dougie Fresh had Barry B yeah. and, 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 and Chill Will. You know what I mean? We like, man, we gonna have two DJs. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, Aunt C, Aunt Capone, you know, he could do the booger, 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 the Jam Master J. But Mike T brought that flavor. You know what I mean? With the, you know, the 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 the, the, the transform scratch, and you know, he knew how to rock parties and they spread it our wings. You know, us being from Compton and him being all the way from Inglewood. You know what I mean? And, and he's in that circle. You know, back then we had those B-boy spots, Water the Bush and, you know what I mean, Paradise and, you know, all these different clubs that the music people, DJ Slip, was DJing. You know, and we right. were the young dudes able to sneak up in these clubs and carry Mike T and Slip's crates. You know what I mean? Yep. And, you know, of course, every time they turn their back, I'm going to jump on the turntables and try to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? And people don't know, if people don't know, though, Slip was actually the focal point of a lot of things with CMW. Because I wouldn't have met them if a known wouldn't have bought they demo tape to Slip. Well, I was working with Slip. And Slip had a music rental business in Gardena. We had hundreds mm-hmm. of speakers and different, like 10 different sets of tongues, 1200s with mixers. They would rent stuff out to all the DJs in L.A. We was controlling. Actually, we were controlling half of L.A. The K.A. mix was say, controlling one part. More, I would say half or more. You know what I mean? Because yeah, half, right. I, I would say more than half because everybody had to come to us to get Speakers, they get equipment. They you know what I mean? Even the had to rent from us. So they, we, would have, we would have parties. We would have parties uh, at Skateland, and they would be at World on Wheels. We would be competing against each other. But everybody had to rent our equipment, so we had a hold on everything. So who were some mm-hmm. of the artists or some of the, some of the DJs or the artists that would have to rent from y'all? Was it um, like... Oh, everybody. Bobcat, DJ Pooh. Bobcat, DJ Pooh, Mr. Master Spade. DJ Pooh. Everybody Dr. had Fred. to win. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Wow. Fred, the whole NWA family. You know what I mean? Everybody. Uh, Arabian, everybody, everybody who made a record had to win. Yeah, and we, we had go-to guys to get it. Yeah, we, you know, we was the go-to guys, you know, to get the equipment as well as they knew we knew how to rock a party. You know what I mean? You know, DJ Slip and Rockin' Time, and then they was older than Rick Rock, and then they was older than us. You know what I mean? So we could get in the club by just carrying crates. You know what I mean? Mike T, he had the trickery. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. he brought the flavor. You know what I mean? And, you know, we go up in there with Mike T and just, man, just bug off of him, just getting it in. We grab the mic and, you know, talk a little smack. You know what I mean? And, you know, but right, mostly right. he's just known for rocking parties back in the days on the West Coast. I mean, from Compton to Inglewood to L.A. Everywhere. All the high schools. All the roller rings. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you look at King T video bass, that's all slip equipment in the background. Yeah, that's all music. If you look at the album cover bass, that's DJ Slip speakers. King T is up in the one when he's sitting inside the speaker. They shot that at Slip Shop. Wow. Uh-huh. They used to all come. Everybody, all the major groups used to come up there to the shop and practice their songs before they did shows. Uh, uh, DJ Pooh, Bobcat, King T, they would always come up there and practice their music because we had a, a ton, we had hundreds of speakers. We right, right. we had eight on each Back in them days, life was good. Back in them days, life was good because all we cared about was Tommy Burgers, you know, a, 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 a 40 ounce, and music. That's it. You know what I mean? That was it. That's it. Nothing else. Right. We didn't have no responsibility. You know, kids and girlfriends and bills, you know. I, I, my mom, she didn't care. She knew who I was with. She like, oh, he, yep. he with some dudes, you know what I mean, that's doing something besides gangbanging. You know what I mean? We all product of that. You know what I mean? It ain't right. our fault. You know what I mean? We product our environment. You know what I mean? But for the most part, you know, my T was a blood. Me and A was Crips, but we never, ever even tripped that. Not even once. Never. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's, you know, that, that was out to leave. Yeah, that, that didn't matter. Uh, we was probably the first ones to break off. and like, man, screw the dumb stuff. 
It's all about, if he say cuz in the conversation, why would that piss me off as long as he's not calling me out of my character any which way? Right. But you know what I'm saying? As as we would support each other. You know what? Every time. Ain't me out. Ain't you know helped me out so many times to get other clips. It's ridiculous. And Mike T helped yeah. us. I hey, Mike, remember we was in Louisville and some blood. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Mike T went in there and smoothed it out, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we the first one. You know what I'm saying? We had the blue yeah. tape back in the days. You know what I'm saying? You know, oh, you look at the one time got the yeah. video, the only dude with a red hat on was Mike T. You know what I'm saying? So right. we the first ones to, you know, break the barriers between, you know, Crips and Bloods, you know, on the West Coast as well as have some hard-ass music, you know what I mean, for the yeah, Christian way with it. Pop, so. and, You know what I mean? Had of, I, I had the blue tape, and it was, uh, it was a sky blue tape with white, with white um, letters on it. It was the, um, yep. mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's a, uh, uh, this is Compton, and then on the other it's side of it, it was too funky. Yeah, so, man, I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. definitely a fan, and, and I want to ask y'all, you know what I'm saying, because to some, let's say, a, a, um, you know, the largest, um, hip-hop buying population, we know it's Caucasian kids or whatever. We know it's a white population. We got love for them. Shout out to my white brothers and sisters all over the world, whatever. Yes, sir. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? So somebody from Central United States, from Wyoming or something, they look at L.A., look at Compton, they see Bloods and Crips, they like, this is fascinating, and I'm never going there because I'm scared of that element. But now we on the we on the interview now saying that there was love between them, between those two groups at the time because there was a common interest, I guess, if you say, you know, get money or we, we come together under the music. But now you got Mike T, that's a blood from Inglewood. You got the Chill and Eight, that's Chris from Compton. But they making legendary, um, groundbreaking mu- music. So what would you say to somebody who has that, that common understanding or misunderstanding, of whether it's a misconception or not, like, okay, that's what's happening. There is a Bloods and Crips, you know, feud, but then there's something bigger than that that can happen as well to where people can come together. What would you say to them? Hey, you want to you hear something crazy? But check this out. Now, you know Big Psych that passed away from uh, Tupac's thug life, right? Right, right. Rest in peace, yeah. Big Psych grew up from an enemy hood, a crip hood, that my, my neighborhood feuded with since day one. We were kind of cool with him sometimes, but sometimes we're not. But me, Big Psych and I know each other since the seventh grade. Cause the thing is, a lot of Christian bloods go to the same school. They will communicate, okay. but they will have a fight to see who controls the flow, the actual flow of the school, who can get away okay. with stuff more. You know what I'm saying? If they trip, Morningside and Inglewood were the only two schools in the Inglewood district which ran mostly. But there's Crips that went there, but it was predominantly more Bloods. Right. Big Sight and I played football together in high school. I was actually going to DJ for that. That had been the, 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 the craziest of all crazy if I'd have been his DJ. And I was thinking about it, but at, at the same time, CMW had already proposed an offer to me like six months before he asked me. Okay. And I, right. I stick to whoever, whoever asked me first. That's why as far as yeah. asked me at the same time, Aiden <laughs> came and said, we want to be two rappers and two DJs. I went to college with those guys. Okay. And I, I stayed with CMW all the way. You know, right. I had the crazy mood, but they they wanted my style of scratch too. But they wanted to have two DJs like everybody else. But I stayed with because I was I was actually Chill's DJ, and Al Capone was supposed to be H DJ. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's why me and Chill are still together to today. So let me say this. So in a nutshell, in reference to the question you asked, you know what I mean? You know, like I said before, you know, it ain't all fault that you know we from where we from. You know what I mean? You know, right. in, in L A. You know what I'm saying? In Los Angeles County. You know what I mean? You know, you product of your environment. You know what I mean? So, you know, but at the same time, it's like, you know, just because, you know, you, you grew up around Blaz, you grew up around Crips, Parus, you know, SAs, whatever, you know what I mean? White guys, whatever. You know what I mean? You know, that don't mean you don't like certain stuff. You know what I mean? So, you know, just so happens we all shared the same love for music. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. You know, we ain't full-fledged gangbangers, never was. You know what I mean? We down from the hood. You know what I mean? We done did things, you know what I mean, from our turf. You know, you got things. Yeah, but I you know that I mean, from from me, I mean, yeah, but, you know, you got, you, got, you got things, you know, and gangbanging, you know what I mean, there's rules to it. It's a full-time job. Either you're going to be this or that. You know what I mean? But you got dudes that's good fighters from the hood. You got dudes that's good hustlers, good players, good this. And you got dudes that's good rappers and good DJs. We fall under that right. category. You know what I mean? Okay. But... You know, I would say, you know, to a, a, a young kid coming up or an inspiring dude coming up, 
know what I mean? Like, man, you know what I mean? Do what you want to do in life, you know what I mean? Don't let the streets take you under, you know what I mean? Because you product in your environment, you know what I mean? Just yep. be who you is. You might be a dude that know how to make clothes. You might be a dude that be good at computers or whatever, you know what I mean? You know, being from where you're from, you're going to be that, but don't let that be all you are. You right. see what I'm hey, saying? You want to hear something else crazy? The right, way we right. talking now is the way we always talk. Even that we had, we were culturalized with the streets. We never let that swag overtake our mentality. So the way we didn't okay. did practice it, just the way we always talk. I mean, I yeah. never sister said nothing with blood around them ever. They, if they say because it's because there's more crips around, that's the way they communicate. That's how they have to get on there. So I'm actually quiet, dude. It wasn't no offense to me because if I'm around four people that's talking and I'm not in the conversation, how is that conversation bothering me? You know what I'm saying? Right, you right. building the hatred. Right. Yeah, I can see you building hatred for your immediate enemy, but we're so far apart, there was no reason for us to hate each other unless something <clears throat> we let something develop in the middle, which we never did. Right. 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 So 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 with that understanding, how does how do you how do you um let me speak to uh I'm gonna speak I want both of you to answer this question because it, it, there could be two different perspectives. We we're in the Bloods and Crips segment and we just gonna call it that for right now. But um right now in the industry there's been like an overtaking of like Artists who are like 20 years old or older, now you all of a sudden become a blood. Like, you got I ain't gonna name the artists, but y'all know who they are. And it's like they're, they're yeah. like they saying, read this, read that. It's like, you know, uh, a blood or a crib, got it. this is what you do from like a way on, you know what I'm saying? From, from like your, your, your developmental years. Like, but when you get to be a millionaire and now you start to claim some things that you really don't know about, I'm seeing Soldier Boy and this person and that person, they super blood. Mike T, you being a blood from Inglewood, California, how do you look at that? Because the conversation that y'all just okay. had, what you just said, would be very important for them to hear it. Like, and they're not considering the fact that, you know, this not, um, if I'm sitting in a room where there's four crips and they talking amongst themselves, I'm a blood, I'm going to be quiet. It's not my business to be in their conversation. If they say cuz, um, I'm not going to get mad and want to fight or shoot because he said cuz. But now these youngsters hear somebody say blood or something, or, his, or the other side, they hear him say, cuz, then they want to take off just because they said that without having an understanding of anything else. So at the end of the day... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you from my perspective about yeah. uh, basically what I, I look at. Now, dealing with out-of-towners and, and, and fluctuating, I'm going to tell you something. If you decide with the gangs that started on the West, you damn near, it's a do-or-die situation because that's the way it's, it's, it's bang-bang. You heard the story that Raymond even said it, you know, chitty, chitty, bang, bang. It's really a bang, bang in it. I don't wish nothing harm upon nobody. If you got the talent to walk through hell with gasoline jars on, do it. But now, if you're coming from an East Coast perspective where they have the six and the five involved, the five-star and the six-star, that's something totally different from the West. You know it got started by West Coast cats? And a lot of us are biting a, a spinoff of this, that, and the other. That's a t- I, I don't speak on that. That's something. The only thing I know five on the West is the jungles because they five a lot. But that's that's all I know on the West that deal with the five is the jungle. That's you know that's that's something even 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 the West don't speak on it because that's something because they're original. That's something they have upon themselves. Right. You're not supposed to speak on somebody else's existence like that. You know, every hood had a hood before they got became crippled. The unification started starting. There was already gangs there. It was just unifying everything. The ones that resisted ended up more or less becoming the bloods, so or they just played out. You see right. what I'm saying? But if you're coming from the West, you have a – basically, you're going to run into – if you banging up from the West or your West click, you're going to run into your enemy. And it's going to be so functional because it's a balance. It's a natural balance. It's going to make you have to run into your altar, ego, whichever way it comes. Right, right, right. <laughs> so right. be prepared. Right. Yeah, but if you're from that yeah, five and that six and it's a New York-based or East Coast-based thing, they got different setup. It may be different. So I don't speak on that. I don't look at that light over there. You know, they got it going on that way. That stay hustle, that stay get down. As long as you can still communicate and get some things across, don't break the bridge of how things got started. You see what I'm saying? Right, yeah. But on the West, yeah, you it's balanced enough, I'll tell you. It's the weirdest balance you ever want to see. It started with the Chris, the, the Chris formulated, outnumbered in the blood, then the Chris broke down in the middle. That's why some Chris can get along with some. It's just a weird, like I said, it's a higher power that runs everything. And they understand right. the balance. I don't wish nothing hateful on nobody. If you can do it, be that lucky star. Even if you don't make money, just be that lucky star to yourself that you made without getting stumped on. You know what I'm saying? Didn't go through the era of being a Sherman, a crackhead. Now you got meth and you got pills. And now they on the, the, the heroin, the whole, the heroin. I mean, the coating. They always been on coating. People have always, codeine is nothing new. It's just how they're doing it now. They mix it with more sugar and more sugar. They used to take the codeine right. pills and drink the beer. Right. 
Okay. The four, the, you know, three, the four, and the drink the beers. Now they put it in, in sugar, Dr. Mosha, Jolly Rancher. I'm like, y'all chasing death. Now, they were chasing death, so y'all are really chasing the shit. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, something we earlier to me, to me, it's just a fad these days, you know what I mean? And it's, you know, something to be excited of, you know what I mean? Like, it's definitely right. what I stand for and the rules of, you know, gangbanging. First of all, like I said, you know what I mean? Rapping and gangbanging is a full-time job. You can't do both. You know what I mean? So, there you, go. you know, you, you got dudes running around here, you know, talking about their crips or talking about their blood. You know what I mean? You know, all right, that's cool. But you can't be real because if you really are, then you're in the turf handling turf business. You know what I'm saying? If you rapping, you know what I mean? Like when we first came out, you know, you couldn't even really throw up no hoods in the videos. And we, we, you know, if you listen to the first album, you know what I mean? We ain't even saying, you know, try new partner, you know, or none of that. You know what I mean? We just saying confident how you knew we was quick because the tape was blue. You know what I mean? Right. But, you know, these days, you know what I mean? You know, dudes try to fall under the lines of being tough as they can be, and they feel like that's going to make them tougher. You know what I mean? But it's always some dudes that's really gangbanging laughing at them. You know what I mean? And for the dudes that know real gangbanging, we laughing at them too. You know what I mean? So, you know, right. I think all this thing going to turn into a, I think everything going to turn into a form of dry snitching in the end. I mean, it's already there. You know what I mean? You got these dudes that's gangbanging. These dudes, you know what I mean? They stand up firm in court and point right at you. You know what I mean? Everything that, you know, everything that's structured under the organization of gangbanging, you know what I mean, is not what it started to be. You know what I mean? It's not supposed to be told. It's the way they're telling everything. They know exactly how to cook up some crap. You ain't supposed to do that. A broad perspective is show how you hustle this stuff, but you never reveal the source of the entity itself. And they so right, you know, worried about being successful, they'll say anything. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's like you know what I mean? All organizations is all messed up these days. So it ain't just gay. Exactly. Guys. You know, yeah, you got, yeah. you know, the, the White House that ain't, you know, being protected as, you know, the White House or respected. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody respecting no Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? We don't give two apps about it. You know what I mean? Nope. So, you know, it's like all organizations are messed up. You know what I mean? Right, you, know, right. you got mothers that's out here putting makeup on their little girls at 15 years old because they watched Atlanta Housewives or something. You know what I mean? You got dudes running around here trying to be girls. You know what I mean? You, you know, every, everything is messed up. You know what I right, mean? It ain't just the game thing. You know what I mean? And, you know, these dudes trying to be blessed and all that, that's just something different. Like, okay, we're going to start wearing Levi's. We're going to start wearing Jordan's. Everything's a fact. Right. Yeah, I wish, they were, I wish they were more educated because that fad can get their head so off if they go to the wrong spots. And they need to realize that, you know? And um, I hope, like you said, Mikey, I don't wish violence upon nobody, but if you are speaking something, there's somebody out there that's going to test you. You know what I mean? And, um, these, these yep. young guys got yep. they got to they got to be ready to protect whatever they standing for, and if they can do that, much props to them. You know what I'm saying? But what we gonna and do? Some hoods still use. Oh, go no, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I'll say some hoods. If some of these hoods still use the original way they shot call, you really gonna get text. You'll never know who who put okay. this on GP. Get right. tired of listening to it. Get tired of it. Like man, we going back to the original way. Tell them young niggas, hey man, go press that fool. Right. Ain't got nothing to do with rap. It's all street. You don't even know what game they're going to tell you exactly where they're from. They're going to come at you. Yep. And, yeah. I'm going to start reaching in your pants like you got a pistol and all that. You might as well just turn around and run and be the coward you are. Don't flex it because you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt, man. And, and you know, let's, uh, you know, and, and that's what hip-hop is about. It's like, you know, peace and whatnot. So all these guys out here who are promoting certain things, man, let's just, you know, let's keep it on wax and let's, you know, let's try to make it, you know, continue to make sure that we're productive. And, be, and being that we're talking about being productive and, and uh, the chill actually alluded to the first album, what we're going to do right now is go into a song off of the first album, um, off of the It's a Compton Chang album. One of my favorite, see, tonight we're going to play some of my favorite tracks because we know Compton's Most Wanted got a hell of a, 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 a playlist when it comes to their discography. You got, you know, The Hood Took Me Under and um, all these songs that are in the movies and whatnot. But I'm going to play some of the songs that may not have been on the radio or mainstream. Some of my yeah, personal favorites. That's it, right one of my per- you know what I'm saying? One of my personal favorites off the first Compton's Most Wanted album 
is one time gaffled them up. Um, the production, mm. the lyrics, and all that is amazing. And we're going to go into that right now as we have The Chill and Mike T from Concerts Most Wanted right here on the 360 Bar Show, John Do Network. Here it goes right here, one time gaffled them up, CMW. Let's go. I'm still here. The chill. Are you right in the here. Man, we're yeah, going to right go, go into the first album, man. Talking about Compton's Most One. We just got through with a segment talking about the, you know, the street <laughs> politics. <laughs> the street politics. That's a funny topic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we're going to turn the page to another chapter um, in the, in the Compton's Most Wanted legacy. You know what I'm saying? The first album, it's a Compton thing. You've got Anne Capone on the cover. you got MC8. Shout out to MC8. I, I think you mentioned he might be on the road and doing his thing, but shout out to MC8. Um, yeah, he's out there. He's on, he on the road. Okay. Um, you got Ann Capone. You got The Chill and MC8 on the first album cover. Now, my thing has always been, and, and 
And I've always said to myself, I'm always pushing for the chill because I kind of uh, uh, correlated Compass Most Wanted to a Tribe Called Quest in a sense that you heard a lot of MC8 on the first album. You heard a lot of Q-Tip on, the, on, on Tribe Called Quest's first album. But then when it came to fight, <laughs> then when it came to when it came to chill, it was like, man, what? You know, I want to hear some more. Chill. That's why I keep laughing, man. It's, it's a story behind chill, and I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap all first three albums up about the chill. Chill is a hood nigga from Compton. He kept going to jail in the middle of recording all three albums. Hey man, I was a kid, man. You know what I mean? And I was trying to find myself. You know what I mean? You know, like I say, I I keep reiterating. You know, gangbang shit and, and this rap shit is a full-time job. And, you know, I had one foot on the other side and one foot on the other side. You know what I mean? And, of course, I bumped my head. You know what I mean? I was going to jail, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's some of the worst shit that I ever have to live with for the simple fact that right now, you know, a lot of cats would be like CMW. They'd be like, oh, that's MC8. You know what I mean? Right, or right. these kids would be right. like, who is CMW? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But, you know, it, or they'll just be like MCA and what CMW? You know what I mean? You know, because kids don't do their homework. You know what I mean? Kids don't right. check their history like we did back in our day. Like, you know, I was like, man, okay, run DMC is DM, DMC run. You know what I mean? The Jam Master J. You know what I mean? And they had another DJ before that. You know what I mean? Like, I did my homework. You know what I mean? Right. You know, these kids don't do their homework these days. So they don't know. They think MCA is just MCA. MCA started in a group called CMW with me and Mike T. Then we it, it implicated, you know what I'm saying, the homeboy Boom Bam, because I kept getting gaffled, you know what I'm saying, going to jail. And the company, they expected two rappers and a DJ. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if you look at the music of the Drive-By album, you know what I mean, which is our third Compton's Most Wanted record, you know what I mean, I'm not on the cover. I'm not even on the album. I'm in jail. You know what I'm saying? And Mike T is playing the part as Mike T and me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just to keep our deal cracking. You know what I mean? You know, back then, we I had that, yeah. You know well, what I mean? Second on the album cover and all that, I had to actually take his place. That's how I right. mean, actually, I'll, if you look at the, the album cover, like you say, you got to do your homework. The first album had Ann Capone on there. And Capone had right. known had a, uh, a bad altercation after they shot the um, the, the album cover. But my, on the right. back, my name is Designated Scratcher. I right. was going to be the okay. studio and show DJ for him because I'm from Inglewood. But when it all boiled down, Ant told me to take his spot because he was going to kill unknown. Chill went to jail. Nobody, the contract yes. could not be fulfilled unless Mike T signed and Chill placed being a member of the group. That's how I became a member. I was always down with the group because I was DJing for everybody that Slip was producing. I was the in-house DJ. So yeah. when it boiled down, it was just me, eight, nine. She'll get out. She'll come on the road with us. We got yeah, to do that. Uh, I get out of jail. We on the road doing our thing. That's why I'm on Growing Up in the Hood. If you listen to Growing Up in the Hood, that's my verses, eight busses. You know what I'm saying? And everybody thinks that song is just MCA, but it's actually me and eight. And you know what I'm saying? The whole yeah. group was mad at me. Slip, slip. We, we, we recorded the. Like, we, we, you know what yeah. I mean? They was all pissed off at me because I got drunk. And couldn't do my vocals, you know what I'm saying? It took me like five hours to do those two vocals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you had fun the whole night, though. Yeah, we you got drunk. You know what I mean? We had you fun doing it, you know what I mean? But then, right the day before we did the video, you know, I had fresh khakis and Pendleton in the, in the trunk, and I got gaffled for riding around in the G-Ride, you know what I mean? A stolen car. And, uh, you know, my TN8, Nice Cube, had to do the video, you know what I mean? And that was our biggest joint at that time, the Boys in the Hood right. soundtrack. The first right. song off that Mickey Ficky, you know what I mean? So, you know, it it, it 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 definitely affects me still today at 47 years old. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people think that song is just eight. Like I still perform it right now to this day, and they be like, "Damn, why are you performing eight song?" Until they hear my verse, and then they be like, "Damn, that's him." You know what I mean? Just yeah. giving people a little knowledge. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we actually we actually yeah. recorded the the uh, the non-censored version. First, and we turned that in for the movie. They accepted it, and when they heard everybody else song, they said, "Now we want that to be the first single." So eight, by the time eight, eight, she was supposed to go in and re, uh, redo the vocals and take all the cuss words out. She went to jail. So eight had to do all the parts by himself. Yeah. And then when they had the remix for her epic, she was still in jail for the uh, the, uh, the OG remix, whatever it was they did. So eight had to do that by himself. And when it came to yeah, recording yeah. the album, 
Eight had the fourth quarter the whole album box up because Chill was still in jail. I know was fighting to get him out of jail. And by the time he got he, he got out, no, I know couldn't get him out on this one. Yeah, he had to do whatever that he had to do. Yeah, no got him out on the first album. No got him out on the first album. He was able to get Chill out to finish recording on the first. Right. Chill went to jail on the first album. That's why you hear a bunch of songs yeah. by himself. And still got out. He was able to finish it. And we finished the first album. The same that happened. And by the time the third album came, by the time after we recorded it, then he gets out of jail. We got one picture with him and Bam in the back seat. We shot the album cover because we had already recorded the album. And Chill yeah, just, just right. got out again. <laughs> yeah. But every time he get out, yeah. he, he first on the road with us. Yep. Right, right. Yep. So, and then I get out the next day, we on the road. So, Chill, you're sitting in a cell at these different times. How are you feeling about, like, what is the anxiety? Like, what are your thought processes when you see, you know what I'm saying, if you saw a video or you heard about this video, the Compton's Most Wanted song or this or that one, and, like, how are you feeling? Like, are you anxious to get out and say, you know what, I'm going to get my stuff together and I ain't got to come back in here so we can ride this CMW thing out, we can get this money, get on the road. So how are you feeling in, in this situation? I was, I was. I was anxious and, and mad at the same time, you know what I mean? Not mad at the homies, mad, more mad at myself, you know what I mean? Like, man, I'm in here for some punk shit, you know what I mean? And the homies out there doing their thing because back then it wasn't really about the money, you know what I mean? We was really, like, on it because we, like, we love to perform and we love to record. And I love being with my bros, you know what I mean? So I think that's the part that hurt, you know what I mean? But, right. you know what I mean? i like, damn, I'm missing my homies on the road. I'm missing my homies but this motorcycle passed me up. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm missing that element of it. I ain't even once trip off the money or none of that type of stuff, you know what I mean, until, right. you know, it became big business and I got more responsibility. You know what I mean? I had a right. kid and had to pay bills and all of that. You know what I mean? So, you know, yeah, it used to have me sick. You know what I mean? But then right when I touched down, I just always knew I had a job and always knew I had a position. So it wasn't right. never nothing against the homies. You know what I mean? And then, you know, as I got older, I understood more. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, shit, man, I can't be mad at the homies. I was the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, right. they, they had to keep pushing. And if they didn't keep pushing, I wouldn't have nothing to do when I get home. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, exactly. Right. You, you, know you, mean? Know what so, always, you know you know, you know what I always thought about, too, man, is um, the songs that I did here that you were on on the first album, um, you you didn't really use profanity. You didn't use profanity, really. Um early on. Like, yeah, because yeah, back then, you know what I mean, it wasn't about that. Like I said, you know, you couldn't throw a good in the video. You couldn't, you know, do this and do that. And, you know, it's sad to say, we wasn't really getting too much radio play, you know what I mean? But we were shooting for it with songs like I Don't Dance and, you know, uh, yeah. on the first album, uh, I Give Up Nothing, you know what I mean? You know, just the jams, you know what I mean? But, you know, we product of NWA, you know what I'm saying? We below right. NWA, right. so you know, with a little more edge to it, you know what I mean, uh, 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 storytelling and, 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 and gang-banging relevant. But it's only right, so right. much you can do at that time in there. Nowadays, man, you can basically do a video asshole naked, you know what I mean? And, 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 and pretty. Look, somebody did one. What was her name? Walked around and took all her clothes off in the video? Erica Badu, it, you know what I mean? So, exactly. Yeah, so you Back know, then, it was, was a lot of censorship. They, they was ready to take your shit off the shelf if it wasn't right. So we, it was like we were testing the waters. They were right. they were they were they were they were they they you know if, if you look at it we had two albums that first album Compass Most Wanted it's crazy Warren G he always tell shout out to the homie Warren G he always tell me man whatever happened to that cut y'all had we made it and then we have to explain to other people as well like man we had two records because Give It Up was just too vulgar for TV radio anything you know what I mean in reference to too short. You know what I mean? We was on we was on what we was bumping back then. You know what I mean? Too short right. came out with that. You know we came out with that. And I'm calling. Right. And, uh, right. And you know what I right. mean? And so we made a we had a radio version album as well as we had a street version album. On the radio version album we had Give It Up. I mean uh uh uh, uh, uh we made it. You know what I mean? That's when we all in the same gang and all that stuff was out. You know what I mean? And then you know on the street album we had Give It Up. You know what I mean? You know, but you know it's only a few people that really know that. You know what I mean? Or a lot yeah. of people that know that's real CMW fans, you know what I mean? And, you know, right. people that really, you know, read up the study on their history, they know what happened to me, and they know what happened. And, you know, people, they, they ain't, I ain't never got clowned for it. You know what I mean? If anything, right, it made right. us seem more realer. Like, yeah, them right. fools. Hey, you come extra hard. Think about it. Yeah. You did yeah. First Generation. You did Watergate. You did California. You put all these projects together. You produced eight stuff. Dude, you did not stop. Once you finally settled down, you did not stop. 
Yeah, once I came yeah. home and I found myself and I figured out, I said, okay, I can't just be standing around waiting to bust on the mic. I got to find something to do. So I took my own skill as, you know what I mean, being on the turntables or every time my key and slip turn around, you know, I'm jumping on a drum machine. I actually got me a drum machine and learned how to work it, you know what I mean, and started producing myself, you know what I mean, and MC Ren, you know, my homeboy MC Ren, straight across the street from me, from NWA, you know what I mean, he gave me my first shot for this, producing a record on an album. You know what I mean? And I was Shot Caller on his last album he did on Rufus, Rufus for Life. I did a jam called Shot Caller. And, uh, okay, wow. Man, I got wow. a, I got a, I got a, yeah, I got a check for producing. Man, from there on, I was like, shit, I'm a producer. Chill, I got a question. I got a production question for you, man. Um, I just recently found a, a, a track that I love by Cocaine. It just came out called Lemonhead. Did you produce that? Yes, sir. I did that. Wow. I did a. Uh, yeah, I did hey, a couple man. of things for Coca. I'm on that album. He got Give Me All Minds. I did this song called uh, uh, Twilight Zone. The first two jams on that album I did. Uh, the, the second person that gave me a real shot at producing was, you know, Code 187 and KMG. Rest in peace from my brother law. I did a, a, right. a, a jam on their album, uh, Rich Thugs and Hutch's album, uh, Executive Decisions. And then, you know, from doing that, you know what I mean, H start paying attention and I produced the entire Veterans Day album for him. You know what I mean? And, you know, a lot of locals and stuff. And then, you know, my old school partners from school, Snoop Dogg and Warren G, the homeboy Nate Dogg, rest in peace. I produced two jams on their album, the 213 album, Run On Up and Ups and Downs. And then wow. from there, man, you know what I'm saying, I, my name started ringing and, man, Red Man gave me a shot. That's an old school homie. You know, he was on the album with eight. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 we Come Strap album. You know what I mean? And, you know, we always kept in touch. And he was feeling my style, so I ended up producing a jam on his album called Get Him. And, man, it's, man, it just, it's this wow. domino effect from there, man. I man. do so much stuff, now I can't even remember now. Man, you know what I, mean? I, I, I was listening to the pharmacy the other day, the, um, um, Dr. Dre's uh, show on Apple, on the Apple Network, Apple Music. And um, they played, I think, DJ, no, it was Battle Cat in there that day. It was either Battle Cat or... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Battle Cat, and he played the Lemonhead song, man. Something about that bass. Yeah. I, I, I went and got it, and I just played it on the way to work. Oh, I just kept it on repeat, 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 repeat. And he paid homage to uh, Mixmaster Spade, and <laughs> I was just like, man, this is my shit. But right now, I want to talk real quick before we go into the next song break. The next song break is going to be uh, Mike T's Folky Scratch and Drive By Miss Daisy off the second album. Cool. Uh, Mike, yeah. Mike T, talk. Talk about um, Mike T's Funky Scratch real quick. And, and when I, whenever I listen to that song, I think about Run DMC and how they did the song Jam Master J dedicated to the DJ. And, you know, Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff always had songs dedicated to the DJ. And this was no different. You know what I'm saying? Where you got MC8 rapping about, you know, his DJ, Mike T at the time. You know what I'm saying? So talk about that. And then we're going to go into that and um, drive by Miss J. Yep, yeah. Oh, you want to talk about? Okay, um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a crazy song. I think that was one of the last songs we did on the Straight Checking Them album. And when I heard it, uh, the original beat, I didn't like it. But okay. Ape was like real adamant, like, nigga, I'm, I'm gonna make a song about my DJ. Nigga, you gonna do this? So I, uh, me and I know we got into. We would argue like like older brother, younger brother back then, and we get right. to argument about the beat. I'm telling him and said, I do not like that beat. I'm not scratching on that beat. And I know it was like, well, go find the sample. So I found the uh, hobo scratch. <laughs> uh-huh. They had scratch it in those hobo scratch, you know that. They threw it in there. They liked it. Then we had an engineer at the time named Mike. We be booming the shit. He's a white guy, and me and Mike. I had did it the way I had already heard it in my head. It took me about two days to do it. And Mike was like, "You're not done." And me and him, we didn't get. I would for some reason I would not argue with this guy. It was so funny because I said I never had an engineer turn around and tell me I would not listen to that. Uh, what do you know about scratching? He's like, I don't care. That's not good. And we, he sat there with me for two more days and helped me pick out samples to put uh, the, the scratching. I had to do the scratching, but he was picking out sounds and weird sounds in the background. He was finding all these sounds. And we actually sat there for like four days and put this whole song together. And wow. until I got drunk and got out of here and left, you know, <laughs> that's my joint. I left real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, back in the days, you know what I mean? It was always the DJ, then the MC. You know, Jazzy right. Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Uh, uh, Jam Master J and Run DMC. You know, uh, Grandmaster D and Houdini. Eric B and Rakim. You know what I mean? You know, so, you know, in reference, 
to us feeling like he as when we first met him and he had his own style, we always wanted to showcase that. You know what I mean? And me and eight, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know Mike T talk you know this, you know what I'm saying? But me and eight, we used to always talk about that. You know what I mean? Like, man, we need to let the snow. So if you hear on the first album, you know, Mike T cutting it up on, on songs like I'm with that and one time gaffing them up. You know what I mean? And all these different jams. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it wasn't me or Slip doing the scratching, the clean, clean scratches come from Mike T. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Uh, we always want to do that. So when eight, you know, before I went to jail, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to give it up to Mike T on this one. So when I came home, all I did was smile. Like, you finally did it, huh? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's Mike T's funky yeah. scratch to me. You know what I'm saying? You know, because Mike T was right. a dope producer, too. He the one that did, you know, who's fucking who. You know what I'm saying? And a couple other jails on those records. You know what I mean? Ooh, you know what I mean? So, you know. That's, that's another segment. The, the, the uh, Music Drive-By album going to be the, 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 the segment we get to in a minute. Man, I want to save all that for that. Oh, one. yeah. We was Tim Dog. We was Tim Dog Killers. We was Tim Dog Killers. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and, and, and we couldn't wait. We couldn't wait to get somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because we was going to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we ready to fight. You know what I mean? So, right. you know what I mean? You know, you know we always... Gave it up to the DJ. You know what I mean? Right. You know, let, let me tell you, it was Mike T and CMW. You know what I mean? You know, it, it never was CMW then Mike T. We put our DJ on blast. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And to this yeah. day we do. You know what I'm saying? Right. To this day we do. You know, I got other dudes that I get down with. You know what I'm saying? But I always let people know that's my DJ. You know what I'm saying? Mike right. T. You know what I'm saying? These days, you know, dudes ain't DJing. They got all this push button stuff and you know, all this stuff right. or whatever. I mean, I, I'm i product of it, too. I do it, you know what I mean, you know, just to keep up with the times, you know what I mean? But for the most part, you know what I mean, we're getting a party out. We're getting a room, and we'll spar and have fun, you know what I mean, because that's right. what we do, you know what I mean? But, right. yeah, that's what my key funky scratch is to me, you know what I'm saying? Something that we always wanted to do to showcase our DJ and how dope he is, you know what I mean? Like Jazzy Jeff or, you know, DJ Scratch or, you know, somebody. Right. Uh, we, you know what I mean? Hey, we, 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 we the West Coast EPMD. So, of course, we oh, wanted man. to mimic. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we wanted yeah. to mimic something like, you know, what they was doing. You know, they had Taylor Ball. They had DJ Scratch. You know what I mean? We had Mike T. And DJ had You know what I'm saying? So, you know, in reference wow. to the, the times and what it was, you know, at that day and time, you know what I'm saying? We was just keeping the hip-hop from our edition. You know what I mean? Wow. And that was a perfect comparison, man. I've all, and that's, it's ironic that you said that because I always looked at CMW <clears throat> as the West Coast EPMD. And I looked at um, um, Public Enemy, or excuse me, NWA was like the, the, the West Coast version of West Public Coast Enemy. TV. Yeah, so, but um, we're going to go into it right now. We got the chill. We got Mike T from Compton's Most Wanted. We're going to go into it right now off the straight checking them album. We're going to go into Mike T's Funky Scratch, and right behind that, we're going to come back with Drive By Miss Daisy. Right here on the 360 Bar That's Show, right. it's another legendary show, The Chill and Mike T. Mike T's Funky Scratch, Drive By Miss Daisy. Here we go. Solo, so freak it, go ahead, might get kinda funky Sharp like a guillotine, kick ass like a donkey If there's any contenders you can't match My DJ might tick with his fucking funky scratch On the warpath, that 
gonna spread terror through the city and leave a trail of blood baths. And to those that know he's not a phony, but tonight he'll get his vengeance on a fool who killed this homie. Don't give a fuck and take your smooth on out, cause the hood's where it's good, is what it's about. Gee, don't wanna squabble, throw down, or even kick him. Just pull a fucking trigger, cause to him you're just a victim. Ducked in the car, ash trace, it's a dub. Hit a couple of corners and pulls up at the bud. Spot where it's hot, yeah boy, he knows it. But before he does the killing, he's got to get loaded. Throws up the set, then he bones out quick. Then he spits out a bitch just for riding his dick. Now he's to the curb, and yeah, he's got the feeling. He tells his homie Jeep, let's get ready for the killing. Little did he know, Miss Daisy's in the kitchen. Standing cooking chicken, now nah, I started clicking. Ran up through the back of the house like relay racers. Just like a train robbery, bandanas on their faces. Here's this fucking little voice in his brain, and it's saying, don't kill. We're all in the same gang. He tells it back that ain't the gang I'm in. Cause the gang I'm in is like in at the wind. So we killed off the sucker right there. He didn't stop. Ran through the rooms and went pop, pop, pop. The explanation for this, he must was crazy. I guess that's why he had to drive by Miss Days. And now, the drive by. Yeah, that's the end of part one, the 360 Bar Show. And you're tuned in to the 360 Bar Show on the iTunes platform and the Google Play Music Network. And uh, we just got off the phone with DJ Mike T and the chill of Compton's Most Wanted. Part two coming up real soon. But tune back into the 360 Bar Show next week where we'll be talking to real estate agent, real estate game. The real estate uh, vibe is in full effect with Eric Helm straight out of Atlanta, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Right here on the John Do Network. Shout out to Cool Kyle, the star child. Shout out to Van Silk. Shout out to DJ Mike Styles. Shout out to Frank Holiday and the whole John Do staff. See you next week. Peace. 360 bars.